Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity may contain explicit and questionable content. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual podcaster Rebecca Adams and are not based on the advice of a licensed therapist, psychologist, or psychiatrist. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Human lives follow many paths, presenting twists and turns and choices never planned, never expected. Temptation, anger, depression, and loneliness all can lead a person to a mistake they can't take back. Facing judgment and isolation, a person can feel very alone. These are the voices of women who have chosen to cheat on their spouses or partners. Hear their stories. This is Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity. Hello and welcome to Midweek Ponder on Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity. This is episode number 18 and my name is Rebecca, the creator and host of the podcast Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity. Hope everybody's been doing well. Typically I don't talk politics, but uh, yeah. So how was that presidential debate for y'all? I just couldn't understand a thing that was going on. I couldn't hear anybody. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say about politics. I do have some exciting news. At least I think it's exciting. (laughs) Um, This week I found out that I indeed reached what they call the Hot 50 Podcasts for Podcast Magazine. And those um, are determined by fans and people voting. And I appreciate all the votes. I came in the first time here on number uh, 29. So I'm pretty proud of uh, the podcast and everything for that. And I'm so thankful to all of you. Um, I want you guys to continue voting if you wouldn't mind. Um, There is an opportunity for me to continue going up the charts. Uh, But I was just so excited. And um, out here in the Pacific Northwest, there is a podcast called Murder in the Rain. And I've had the opportunity to chat with both of those hosts just through Facebook. Um, And uh, one of the gals said, make sure you print that out and frame it. And I did. And so I have it framed on my wall and I'm just real, real excited about it. Um, I actually have put a direct link on my website. So if you go to rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com and on the menu, you'll see vote here for the hot 50 or something like that. Um, I don't even know my own menu selections. That's brilliant. Um, But you'll see it to vote. Um, And then it allows you to click here and then you can vote for me again. And there's opportunities to vote for two other podcasts. So while you're in there, if you listen to other stories or other shows, you know, vote for them as well. Um, I think that's a big deal. Some of the people that maybe are listening to this who've been doing podcasts a long time are like, whatever, get excited about nothing. But to me, it is an accomplishment. Um, Also, last weekend, I opened up a podcast merch store. Yes, online, of course. And I'd been wanting to do this for a while and kind of just it hasn't been the right time. And so I did come up with a newish logo and it just says no judgment. And, you know, I have coffee mugs. I have a journal, a journal there. Originally, they said it was sold out, but I found another um, 
company that will do it. So I've got that. Um, the uh, travel tumblers, those are a little more spendy. Um, but they're all either black or white, and they all have the red writing on them. So there's two different kinds of mugs, tumblers, um, a mask, a white mask that goes right across the mouth that says no judgment. And, you know, that could be taken for what it's worth, um, you know, and, it, and it's definitely a um, conversation opener. Like, why do you have the words no judgment written across your mouth? Well, it's a good practice to have, I think. Um, let's see here. I also recently did a ladies t-shirt and I'm sure I'll get a men's t-shirt, but I just can't imagine men walking around with it because this is, you know, podcast is mainly focused towards the women. But if I get somebody who messages saying, hey, Rebecca, I would really love to get a shirt and I'm a dude. Can I get a dude shirt? I will definitely set that up. Um, We have a Sherpa blanket in there and, oh, some magnets. So if you want to, um, you know, have your own little simple meaning to yourself of no judgment, Um, You know, it's something that's personal, it's private, it's not like written hugely everywhere. It's very, um, very, very nicely placed on the cup. It just is for yourself more or less to know that I made a mistake. I've been unfaithful, no judgment. I don't want people to judge me. And it can just kind of be a little thing between yourself and me and if you pick up an item. Of course, it supports the podcast, but it also is meant to really just kind of help you remember, you know, we're working here to um, be a little bit more open about this because, you know, female infidelity is everywhere. And of course, women seem to be judged a little more harsher than men. Um, And that's why I also wanted to do the journal because the journal, you know, your private information of the things you need to write down in a book that's called No Judgment. I just think that there's a lot of deep meaning to that. So you can actually find that as well on my website. You'll see it's called No Judgment Merch Store. Um, And it actually ends up redirecting you into Etsy. Um, Because when we do these types of uh, merchandise, at least when you're small beans like me, um, you kind of go through different parties. So I have a company that actually does it for me, um, but I have to put it on a storefront. And so it'll go into Etsy. And uh, of course, it takes all the credit cards and PayPal, I think, all those kinds of crazy things. So you can go in there and, you know, check it out and place an order. And I've already had um, a couple of orders placed by some wonderful ladies. And I'm thank you. Thank you so much for doing that. Um, Let's see here. Also in the news, I received an email from the inspiredinfluers.com podcast stories. Um, A wonderful gal there named Jennifer Hensel. I hope I said that right. And she actually put together um, an article that is about, basically she called it a curated collection of podcasts featuring empowering and entertaining stories. And I made that list, and so I was real excited about that, and I think I shared that on my page as well. So, I mean, all these exciting things were happening in, you know, within happening within the last week. Obviously, I'm excited. I can't even talk clearly. And then, one more thing, um, an interview that I did, boy, it must have been end of June, I want to say it was, um, with another podcast called Better Yourself, and it's out of um, Great Britain, I believe. And um, 
I interviewed with him. He wanted to learn more about emotional affairs. And so I've got this nice long interview with him um, that just was released today, which is today is Friday, October 2nd, which is Saturday, I guess, over there. Um, but it was great. Um, I really appreciate it. I listened to it and... and um, some days I'm like, wow, I actually said that. <laughs> but um, the host said he really got a lot out of it. And so hopefully you guys will be able to check him out again. It's Better Yourself Podcast. I know he's mainly on Anchor. He's on Spotify. I listen to him on Apple Podcasts, so you can get it wherever. And um, I actually have it on my Facebook page as well, so you can pull that link. But it's me talking more candidly rather than reading stories. It's just a little bit more about my background and why I wanted to do this. So if that interests you, and also the differences between like emotional, sexual affairs, my thoughts and opinions about it, you know, things that I've learned and such. So yeah, this is a lot of news. So thank you for hanging in there. Okay, now for today's midweek ponder, um, I have had, well, let me back up just a little bit. A while back, I received a very, very long email from a gentleman named Brian. And he said, um, basically, the, the email was entitled Lessons I Have Learned Being a Serial Other Man. And so I want to, um, over several episodes, be able to share with you these stories of what this man um, had done. And because as you know, when it's, you know, the with the format here, when you're the other man, the other woman and everything, I've moved it here to uh, Midweek Ponder and not having it on the regular Sunday Raw Truth or the Patreon side of it, because we try and talk more about taboo subjects on this particular segment. And so going with that theme, I actually had received another email from a gentleman who I've been talking with off and on for the last few months, and this week he sent me his story, and it's about him being the other man. So I figure I would start this episode off with this story, and then over the next couple of uh, weeks when we come up with the Midweek Ponder, we're going to learn a little bit about Brian and his lessons that he has learned. So right now, though, um, let's get started with Jeff's story. I have never been particularly suave. I have never been the type of guy that felt comfortable hitting on a woman in public or making that crucial first move. If you were to meet me in person, you'd think I was very outgoing and friendly, but ultimately, I try too hard. I hate being the center of attention in large groups, but I will go to great lengths to get a laugh out of the people around me. Yet I become very timid when I like someone. At the time of this story, in 2005, I had never felt wanted by the opposite sex. My first tour of duty in the U.S. Coast Guard was nine months spanning the years of 2001 and 2002, on a training vessel out of South Beach, Miami. We'd island hop around the Caribbean, training other countries, Navy vessels, and damage control. This would include fighting fires, repairing hull damage, and mitigating flooding on a ship that is 50-plus miles away from land in any direction. All shore leave for the entire ship was going to brothels, getting hammered, and paying for sex. I'd lost my virginity at the age of 20 in one of these brothels, 
and in fact my only sexual experiences from 20 to 24 were the Eastern Caribbean, South American, and Central American prostitutes. When I was 25, a woman made the first move on me, and there wasn't a thing on this earth that was going to get me to put the brakes on that. The facts that I worked with her and that she was married didn't matter. It was so exciting to feel genuinely desired. It started innocently enough. My jackass of a boss was into hazing and leading by intimidation. Every day I went to work, the fear of losing my security clearance, my title, my livelihood, and my freedom was always present. One day he sent me down the hall and I met the woman who is the subject of this write-up. I worked in the search and rescue office and she worked in the vendor contracts and purchasing office. Our printer was acting up, so that was the purpose of my visit. One interaction between her and my boss, and I learned that she loathed him almost as much as I did. We formed a bond over it. I was regularly down the hall in her office complaining about him. What can I say? I'm funny when I complain, and so is she. She also thought that I liked one of her coworkers. It made her jealous to think I wanted somebody else. This was a surprise to me because I couldn't stand her coworker. One day she told me about this theory and I shot it down. I confessed that I knew her coworker was irritated by my constant presence in their office. So I was simply trying to kill her with kindness, but I had zero interest in her. This was apparently good to hear as I was immediately invited to wing night with her and her friends. Unbeknownst to me, her husband always attended wing night with this group, but she told him she wanted to go without him this time. So she picked me up in her Jeep and off we went. Had a few drinks and a lot of laughs with her friends. We kissed when she dropped me back off that night. It was about 1am. She came in for a moment to use the bathroom, then I walked her back out to her car. It was kind of cheesy leaning up against her car, me pointing out constellations in the night sky. We both looked at each other after I complimented her, and then we both slowly leaned in and kissed. A few days later, we were making more time for hanging out. We were supposed to go to dinner, but instead just stayed in my car for an hour in the restaurant parking lot making out. A day after that, we had sex in the back of my car about 4 a.m. on some unlit back road somewhere in the middle of nowhere. The next day, she said she wanted to work on her marriage, so it stopped briefly. Three days later, she got into a huge fight with her husband and came to me for comfort. We were inseparable animals from that point forward. He went to clear his head and visit his daughter out of state, and she invited me to their house. We went at it like rabbits all over that house, including their marital bed. Her marriage had apparently been on the rocks for some time before I came along, and I'm fairly certain the husband never learned about my existence. I don't believe I was the reason they split up. I was just a symptom. It wouldn't have stopped me from having sex with her even if I knew I was the direct cause of their divorce. Opportunities like that don't just fall from the sky, and I'm not ashamed of my part in it. My motto regarding situations like this is, your fidelity is your responsibility, not mine. This brings a close to the story of me being the other man. Thank you, Jeff, for sending that in. And well, he's, you know, saying it how it is. He's not sugarcoating that baby at all. And um, 
So, you know, thank you for being honest about it. And he did fill me in a little bit more on what happened after that, but we've chosen not to share it. Um, But all I can say is that I always wish everybody the best. I wish him the best. And um, again, appreciate his willing to share what happened. And on that note, this is bringing us to a close on another episode of Midweek Ponder. I uh, wanted to also remind everybody that if you're really enjoying the podcast and you would like extra episodes to listen to, then you need to see about subscribing to my Patreon, which you can also access on my website, rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com. It's $3 a month plus tax pledge. You get um, at least two bonus episodes a month, and you get access to the regular episodes two days early, and you get blooper, we, I can't even say it, I guess I'm tired, blooper reels. Yeah, if that wasn't just perfect, oh my God. And then um, also if any given time I do have advertisements, they're not on that, so you don't have to listen to it. It's part of being a Patreon subscriber. Those are the extra perks. So I thank all of those that have subscribed, and I really look forward to people coming on board with it. Um, if you have a story you would like to share for the Patreon, meaning if you're a man that has um, been dealing with his wife's infidelity or you have been unfaithful, um, if you're a female who's been unfaithful and you really want to talk about it, or if you have a suggestion for Midweek Ponder, please shoot me an email, rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. Visit my website. Again, it's rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com. You can send me a message from there. Like I mentioned, signing up for Patreon. You can vote for me to stay in the Hot 50 for the podcast magazine. You can check out my merch store and uh, see if there's any goodies on there that you would really like. And, you know, read my blog that I update once in a while. But until this next weekend, when the next Raw Truth comes out, the story about Beth Ann, I hope everybody stays happy and healthy. Please be kind to one another. Even if you disagree with politics, really? Is that thicker than blood? I mean, seriously, come on. Let's all not be mean to one another, okay? And respect other people's opinions. And as I always say... No judgment. Goodbye.